is uh the elton john cast mm. today we'll be talking about elton john again uh, not again specifically for his performance in um we're gonna say 1979's mm. sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band mm. starring uh the, the Bee Gees. Mm. have you ever seen that film you know i haven't i've been getting around the meaning to see it's, it. it's honestly fun as fuck you should watch it you'll have a good time it's it's honestly like fun like you should check it out it's oh, really okay. Good. Okay. Good. hello 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 my name is britain i am patrick we together are soy trek hey uh yeah uh you know what hmm. you know what's cool what it's when people support soy trek and oh, yeah. uh you know we love that. Pay, uh, yeah, support us on our Patreon. Um, you know, if you listen to Soy Trek, if you listen to any of our other podcasts, The Media Dungeon or Dumb Idiot Bullshit, uh, we'd appreciate your support. And you can do that at patreon.com slash dumbidiotvs. We've yeah. got a bunch of tiers there for as little as $0 a month. You can subscribe, uh, but there's tiers like $2, which, you know, just says you're supporting us. We really appreciate that. If you pay $5 or more a month, we say thank you uh, mm-hmm. as a contributor to our podcast. To people just like Electric Baphomet, Joe Video, John Simcox, Jonah Hearn, Nick Savard, Nova, Shane Sawyer, Skeptic, Abigail Simpson, Asher Pliskin, Benjamin Van Galen, uh, Big Strong Boy, Gabe <laughs> Siciliano, Gillian McCrary, Iggy, James Hartman, Jose Martinez, Kyle Simmons, Laura Flame, Papa Poison, PJ Hill, Robert Yolito, Roberto Molina, Seb, Seven of Nine, SFC Punk, Shane Williams, Tim Wilkinson, Awful Star Trek Drawings, Jordan Hale, David Craning Sites, Dylan Lance, Ethan Adams, Gursky, Jordan Moore, Sam Mayo, and our good friends over at the Bruce Campbell podcast. Jake you should Strong. listen to. 
Big Strong Boy is a new one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty new. I like that name, Big Strong Boy. I like a Big Strong Boy. Big Strong Boy. Hey, Big Strong Boy, I want you to do a thing or two to me. <laughs> you look big. You look strong. I bet those hands can do nasty <laughs> things to my genitalia. I'm just picturing like a a a, a big boy, but just wearing overalls, and he helps oh. out around the house. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, hey boy, I got a list of chores for you to do. <laughs> yes, okay, yes, okay, ma'am. I would love to do those chores for you. It would be my pleasure. Oh, I'd love to, but I'm always afraid of crushing you with my big strong hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the the. The pleasures of petting petting small animals is forever forfeit to me as I might crush them with my powerful mm-hmm. paws. Oh, we love you, big strong boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your favorite big strong boy in media? I like Hodor from Game of Thrones. Was oh, yeah. awesome. We love Hodor. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good big guy. strong boy. Mm, I have big so many boy. good. I have so many good oafs. I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love an oaf. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean they're a big strong boy. Yeah, typically I always associate like preternatural, yeah, and preternatural strength to like an oaf, and yeah. yeah, it's just like I, 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 I love oafs of all kinds. Right. I mean, I do. Rec- I did recently. Like, I mean, they are your hero. You know, they are when, my you, hero. when you like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> when you want a hero to like, you know, look up to, you're like, yeah. well. I'm an oaf. They're an oaf. Yeah. I should look up to the oafish heroes because yeah. there are our oafish heroes. Yeah, they're good natured. They're just yeah. there's being an oaf. They're jolly. They're jolly. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're good to be around. You know, their mm-hmm. uh, their ignorance isn't really a problem for anybody. No, no, no. No. Yeah, they're just like they're just doing the best they can with the information that's available to them. Absolutely. <laughs> they just look out into the world and they oaf it up. And they just oaf it up and they they're just like up. you know what uh you know what I'm going to use my my um my strength for good right and like and uh but i have like the the childlike innocence mm. of a of a saint mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, I love yeah there you go yeah yeah, yeah. What, so what's what's your favorite your favorite oaf i've been trying to think like that yeah, oafs in media you know it's like eating you, you like, have your uh, shreks about, uh, yeah you have shrek you got sloth Got sloth. Sloth, sloth? such as an oath. I love sloth. Is a good big strong boy. He is. He is such a big strong boy. Like, and, and that's a thing. Like the um, the Ferretti's. Is that their name? The toxic uh, toxic Avenger. Avenger. Definitely yeah. an, an Ophi big strong boy. Yeah, like, it's kind of kind of dorky, but Ophi as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Ophish. Yeah, and typically, like sometimes, like their their strength gets them in trouble, even though they don't mean to. Like the right. tick is a good, good, good strong, good True. strong boy. True, he's a big strong boy for yeah. sure, for sure. Like, he, and he would be like, "I'm a big strong boy." Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, tick. I think tick is probably like top tier, good natured mm-hmm. uh, oaf. Gizmo duck. Gizmo Duck, yeah, I pretty, can see that. I like, I like Gizmo oh, Duck. Oh, Launchpad McQuack, I feel. Oh, Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a himbo. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah, a, he's a himbo. I, I would, yeah, that's he's, the thing. Like, he's, 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 he's one of the himbos. Like, he's big, but he's not particularly strong. He doesn't use strength, really. He doesn't use strength, and he's not smart. He's just yeah. like big chested. He's a, he's like, but he's, he's very good natured. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's like a big, like, twonky. Yeah, and that's Idiot. and it's funny you don't see. Maybe it. that's why I like Launchpad McQuack so much. Yeah, I feel I feel a little bit like Launchpad McQuack. And I feel like Launchpad McQuack should have fucked more. 
Like, I don't think we did. He, he does in the new one. He does in the new he one? Does, does he have one. a girlfriend or something? I think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I, I was mean, trying to he, think, he's like. He's definitely getting some tail, for sure. Like, I'm sure there, in the old series, I'm sure there was an episode where he Because he's a, he's a himbo, and himbos get laid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and of course, like, women are attracted to the himbos. And, yeah, because himbos rock. They're good yeah, nature. Yeah, rock. They're, they're yeah. like oafs, but, like, yeah. with, with tiny waists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I and that's I was trying to think, like, if there was an episode in the series where he did have a girlfriend but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been so long since I've seen it, but I'm glad in the new series he's, you know, getting some tail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shake your tail feather, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good for that's, him. That's that's twerking in the duck world. It is twerking, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, we're here today. This is Soy Trek, the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Britton. Not DuckTales. Not DuckTales, <laughs> the podcast, although I would consider doing that um yeah, i love ducktales we so could do much. a rewatch of all the ducktales episodes that would rule maybe we should make a ducktales podcast <laughs> yeah. is anyone doing that i don't think so like an anti-capitalist view on <laughs> ducktales be... like i'm sure like with the new one i'm, I'm sure like they wouldn't want two adults <laughs> yeah talking about it <laughs> talking yeah. about it because like, i'm sure if they did do a ducktales podcast oh there is a ducktales podcast oh, i'm sure there is yeah There's yeah a and it's, it's about th- through disney oh it's that's, that's, disney. that's yeah called the duckburg life podcast oh no and that's that's what that's why i was saying like i'm sure like there is one but it's for children right <laughs> like i'm sure like they wouldn't want like uh two people uh in middle near middle age to oh. like you know and, and with you know freakish freakish slots in their minds doing a ducktales podcast yeah we should do like a what the ducktales what the ducktales or mother ducktales yeah mother ducktales uh, uh, yeah mm. yeah we'll, we'll workshop it yeah and then we'll make it and then we'll get probably get, then, and, you <laughs> D- know, ducked up the ass we already <laughs> 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 and as if like legal problems with paramount was enough no, no well, we're why going not? after the mouse now yeah baby. let's get let's go spit, level up let's go spit in disney's eye and right. see what happens sure <laughs> We'd love to do that. They'll shut down, ducked up the ass so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like we will, li- we will literally get, we will literally get like the Disney, the Disney like Corps of Marines or whatever. Like they'll, they'll have the Disney SWAT team come yeah. in here and like execute us. <laughs> and then they'll they'll, 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 they'll put our bodies in some dissolving fluid in a barrel and dump us in the middle of the ocean. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> That sounds right. Yeah, it sounds right. Our, fa- our friends and family will get letters saying that we're going on a very long trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> written in our written in our handwriting. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. They like they'll they'll hold a gun to our head before we're doing that. Make yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so uh, we're a Star Trek podcast, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, today yeah. we're here to talk about uh, Deep Space Nine's episode. The die is cast. Yes. Um. This is Deep Space Nine, episode 21 from season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was first released on May 1st, 1995. Mm. It's the 66th episode overall of DS9 and the 363rd episode released in all of Star Trek. Um, this is the second of a two-part episode. Um uh what's the shit um oh yeah what was the one improbable that? cause yeah. was the pre- uh the antecedent episode of this mm-hmm. so uh this is part two of two of that uh it was written by ronald d moore 
Uh, of course, we know Ronald D. Moore very well on this podcast. He's a legendary Trek writer with 64 writing credits to his name, including TNG's Yesterday's Enterprise, Chain of Command, and All Good Things, DS9's Trials and Tribulations, and Dr. Bashir, I presume, and Once More Unto the Breach, my personal favorite episode. Mm. Uh, also, It's Only a Paper Moon, also mm. one of my personal favorites. I do love that episode. Uh, and he also wrote Voyager's Barge of the Dead and one other mm. Voyager episode, uh, which is actually an episode I kind of like, but the production on it kind of sucks. Uh, yeah, like it's like okay, there's like um, there's like a, there's like a boat that all the Klingon yeah, dead yeah, go yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the concept behind it, but the, like the way they do it and like the CGI does not hold up. Yeah, it just look, it's like okay, so it's like a, there's a pirate ship with the Klingons pirates. <laughs> You know, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's just very silly. Like there I don't is. know. It's just like you know, you wrap. They're already like Viking samurai. Now we're gonna like wrap pirates into that. Sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> I guess it's kind of a Viking thing in a way. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, boats are associated. But, but, yeah, they're kind I, of going to like Valhalla or whatever, mm-hmm. or the not Valhalla place rather. Yeah, the bad Valhalla. Um, so Ronald D. Moore also co-wrote uh, Generations and First Contact. Uh, along with um, Brandon Braga mm-hmm. and, of course, Ricky Berman. Ricky Berman. Ricky Berman. Uh, so the director of this episode is David Livingston, uh, who's also legendary as fuck, uh, having directed 62 episodes of Star Trek overall, including DS9's Rules of Acquisition, Sons of Moog, and Voyager Scorpion, an author, author, author. As well as Enterprise's Shuttle Pod One and The Crossing, which are two of my favorite episodes mm. of the entire series. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So really great combo team here. Yeah, one of the best and most prolific writers and directors in all of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Doing a doing a thing together. Doing a thing. I'm looking forward to it. So we start with the last time on DS9, since this is, this is a two-parter mm-hmm. uh, antecedent by improbable cause. We learn that a conduit running behind Garrick's shop overloaded and blew up because he was looking at too much gay porn. <laughs> uh, then a Flaxian ship blows up and it's blamed on the Romulans. The theory is that a Romulan hired the Flaxian to kill Garrick and killed him when he failed to off our favorite gay lizard. <laughs> Garrick plays dumb and says he has no idea why anyone would try to kill him. Odo investigates and finds Garrick blew up his own shop. Mm. A Romulan warbird in Cardassian space reveals that a Nebran Tain is colluding to attack the Dominion with the Romulans and Cardassians as a preemptive strike. Tain convinces Garrick to serve Cardassia in the effort. Garrick and Odo remain behind enemy lines. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Odo is basically captured and imprisoned. Yeah. So, uh, and then we hear now the conclusion. <laughs> Michelle Barrett saying that. We'd love to hear yeah. the queen. Uh, very tight one minute and 30 second recap of the previous episode. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Yeah. So we begin with O'Brien eating at Quark's and Bashir is talking to him about playwrights. Uh, and people playwrights writing an alien voice far too often o'brien is spacing out and bashir stops and asks if he's listening they're having like a little lover spat Mm -hmm. uh o'brien doesn't have an opinion on the subject and just wants to have lunch Mm -hmm. because you know o'brien is like that type of bisexual where Mm -hmm. he doesn't he's not into plays and stuff yeah yeah bashir is the the play (laughs) type of bisexual he's definitely a theater kid you know (laughs) 
Um, yeah, and then that's the thing. Like, yeah, I also feel like O'Brien's just like definitely like he's 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 very you know about like efficiency, just like you right. Know, Getting the thing done, and like, he doesn't really care about plays. Doesn't shit. care about he's yeah, a, a lot big of pop, art, pop art and guy. Yeah. He, you know, he plays. You know, he plays music, music sure. instruments and stuff. But. Sure, but he plays like bar tunes and stuff. Yeah. He, he likes he likes a good time, and he plays yeah. darts. He likes to relax. Yeah, yeah. and play some darts and mm-hmm. have a, have a pint and have play some darts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bashir whimsically says that he supposes uh, Garrick made him used to having lunch be a forum for philosophical debate. <laughs> He misses his boyfriend so much. He does. Uh, there's still no word about Garrick and Odo, uh, but they're being searched for. Suddenly, O'Brien gets a call to come looking at something in Ops, so he heads out. In Ops, Cisco explains to Kira, Dax, and O'Brien that there are some Tetrion particles moving towards them that are unprecedented. Nobody is sure what it is. Suddenly, there's an energy surge, and a Romulan warbird decloaks in front of them. Then a Cardassian ship decloaks, and they're like, wait, what? The Cardassians <laughs> have cloaking now? This is fucked! Because mm-hmm. now they're fucked. Uh, then an entire fleet decloaks. Cisco puts battle stations up. All hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, all hands to my cock. That's what he says. <laughs> He's like, I want, I want the, the best hand, Jay, this my senior staff can give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, who do you who do you think would would provide the best hand, Jay? Out um, of the yeah, out of the cast of DS Nine. No, no, just the three that was with him. Oh, like between Cisco, Dax, and uh, Bashir. Uh, no, it was um, oh, Kira. Da- Dax, Kira, and, and O'Brien. Oh, Dax, Kira, and O'Brien. Because because Cisco's calling all hands to my deck. Oh, got you, got you. Right, got he's, you. he's he's the commander here, so he mm. wants he wants the hand, Jay, before uh, he goes. Definitely and Dax. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because Dax, Dax has had penises in the past. Of course, right. And yeah. and so like, and then like uh, on top of like also like have ha- personally having a penis, uh-huh. and then three hundred years of experience, right? Like that's that's going to be the best, right? Absolutely, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. <laughs> um, so, uh. Their weapons are charged, the uh, Cardassians and Romulans, and they head into the wormhole without responding to DS9. Mm-hmm. Cisco opens an emergency channel to Starfleet leadership. Opening credits about five minutes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun recap and good cold open, I think. Yeah. It's, it's interesting they didn't take the opportunity to take... I mean, I guess like Deep Space Nine would have t- given them at least some sort of like... Um, you know, if they, if they had fought <laughs> at that moment... Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of wonder like how 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 well Deep Space Nine would have like held up against that sort of onslaught. Probably not great. Yeah, I mean, they, they held back against like some pretty big attacks, but yeah, I don't know about but that. But also one. the yeah, also having also they had like other other ships with them. right exactly. Yeah. They always had reinforcements and like Klingons to help back yeah. them up. And so you shit, think so. like well, the Romulans and, and Cardassians probably should have been like we're gonna take this opportunity to, no. <laughs> but but yeah, I guess maybe they thought it was like too much of a I mean. They it was against their 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 intended goals of that time. So. Absolutely. So when we get back from the credits, uh, an Auburn Tain, played by the wonderful Paul Dooley, uh, most notable for his collaborations with Robert Altman, mm-hmm. uh, who also did like several films with uh, Rene Abergenois. So mm-hmm. it was kind of disappointing we didn't get to see much of the two of them in this episode. But yeah, they didn't. They, they, I guess they, they talked, talked a bunch in, in, in the previous episode. They, yeah, and they had some interactions, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
he's serving Garrick a drink and talking some shit against a guy they both hate. They reminisce mm. uh, about Garrick's interrogation techniques because mm. apparently he was like the goat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like the best Jack Bauer there's ever been. <laughs> uh, Tane tells Garrick that he really missed him, which is actually kind of sweet. You know what that would have been like instead of like a Section Thirty One movie, mm -hmm. like which you, did you see that's actually going through? Oh yeah, no, they're it's, filming it right now. Yeah, yeah, I like a Garrick spy movie against would be like so a, sick a, a Jack Bauer type or something. Oh, that would be amazing. That would have been that would fuck so hard. Yeah, because <laughs> we already allow him to be an antihero and do bad things. Yeah, and he's charming about it, and we know he can get away with it. Whereas yeah. like. I don't really buy anyone else just a charming like CIA mm, agent. No, no, not at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, I think it's been like talked about before how they're not how CIA agents in real life are not charming. They're just mm. like, like lumpy bureaucrats. Yeah, yeah, they're just lumpy headed like Harvard graduates. They're right. Just, like they're they're just they have no juice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ain't got no coming they balls. Ain't got no coming they balls. No, no, none of the real deal. None of that ooze juice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was watching. Juice. I was watching something like I put on randomly while I was having dinner the other day. Just about like a Cuban spy that mm -hmm. came to Florida in 1995 or something, mm -hmm. and like, and he was like this charming dude who had like sort of like a George Clooney style handsomeness, and oh nice, he was able to he was able to like you know try the pants off some uh, on this widow and of course the single mom and mm -hmm. and he married her and then like one day he just decided to like go back to Cuba and cool. he's never been back. Love him. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> Um, so Garrick says that he missed Anebran too, and they both take a drink. Garrick asks about some people back home and says there's quite a few that he intends to look up when he back, gets back to Cardassia Prime. And by look up, he means either kill or fuck, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, or uh, both. Probably both. Uh, he asks if Tane remembers Golducott. Tane asks if he wants him eliminated and says... Once the mission is complete, Garrick can eliminate anyone he wants. Garrick says he'll give a list of people to Tane's housekeeper, but Tane says she knows too much and may not be around much longer. Oh, shit. Yeah, which is fucked up to just, yeah. like, kill your fucking housekeeper for knowing too much. It's yeah. like, that's, that's on you, brother. Yeah, yeah you're, you're in control of how much information she gets. Mm -hmm. Uh, Garrick says maybe he shouldn't, and Tane chides him for liking the housekeeper, but apparently she had always maintained Garrick's innocence when he was accused of uh, sedition by mm. the, the Cardassian Empire. And Garrick also maintains his innocence. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, a Romulan comes in and asks who the fuck Garrick is. Mm -hmm. Tane introduces him, and the Romulan restricts his access to the ship under threat of death. Yeah. He's a fucking dick about it, too. Yeah, and this is played by uh, Leland Orser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who? Like I didn't recognize. Like mm -hmm. first time I've ever seen this show, movie, uh, this episode. I, and I was like, the second time I was like, wait, where do I know him from? I'm like, oh my god, it's Leland Orser, who's w like, what's he on? Uh, he was in Seven. He was the guy that had the strap on attached to him. Oh, interesting. Uh, he was also in um, Alien. Um, mm -hmm. Was it Resurrection? Uh, mm. The guy, uh, he's in that. I'd rather he's, not talk about that film. <laughs> he's, he's, in, he's, he's like a good character actor. He's in lots of stuff. Like, uh -huh. um, But typically he plays like kind of like almost twitchy guys. Like mm. he's in that one movie, The Guest. Um, but typically he plays, and he's in this, he's much more like he's very... Uh, He's very direct. He's very he's very Strict. confident. Yeah. Yeah. And and so typically he doesn't play that sort of role. So he's mm -hmm. almost kind of unrecognizable. He's also in that I think that one movie I think I was talking about recently, um, 
I think it's called I think it's called Resurrection, like mm-hmm. the one where the guy like chops up bits of like different dudes and builds Jesus Christ. That sounds cool. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> um so the Romulan says the fleet is cloaked and they're headed to the Dominion at warp six. When Garrick says, sounds slow, but apparently warp signatures may uh, make them appear if they go any faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also says Odo is on in custody on board the ship. Mm-hmm. So, Tane says this is in fact Garrick's first assignment to convince Odo to give up information he has on his people. Garrick says that might be difficult, and Tane says he'll have to find a way to convince him. It's, it's, it's that, which I think is like, yeah, very fun concept. It's just like, how do you torture a guy who's unturturable? Exactly. And, right. And a, you, a guy that's like made of fucking like goo. Yeah. And yeah. can just like slip away from you if he wants. Yeah. If you're shocking him, he can just be like, goo out of it. Yeah. And, then, and he probably doesn't feel pain in any traditional way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah exactly like he doesn't have bones or flesh really so like how Mm -hmm. could he really feel pain which i think is like i think it's like smart that they you know (laughs) like you know bring back garrick you know because he is like the master of the of torture and espionage so it's Mm -hmm. just like well you know if we're going to torture the untorturable guy we need the best there is exactly and the best is garrick he's our jack bauer (laughs) he's our jack bauer Mm mm-hmm um, so over with Odo, Garrick comes in, and Odo complains about being imprisoned. Odo doesn't trust Garrick and tells him to leave. Garrick is incredulous, but says it's understandable since he was considered a close friend, but it's no wonder he feels betrayed. Odo tells him off and calls him a liar, but Garrick says he wants to know more about the founders. He says that Cardassia would be most grateful. Odo asks what happens if he refuses. Garrick says he's not there to threaten, just talk. But he's kind of there to threaten. Yeah. Garrick says they share a common enemy in the Founders. Odo says their only common enemy is in Auburn Tain, but Garrick doesn't know it yet, which mm. is a sick-ass line and a great delivery. These two yeah. have fucking crazy chemistry They do. Together. Yeah, and it's and sad that they really don't get too many other scenes together. They don't. They don't really pair Garrick with Odo a whole lot, and it's mm. kind of a shame. But, I mean, they pair him with a lot of other great actors because Rene Abergenois, as much as I kind of don't like a lot of things about Odo, mm-hmm. is so good in the role. Like, oh, yeah. He's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. And, like, he plays so well with, like, Armin Shimmerman especially. Mm-hmm. Those two spend a lot of time together, and I love every scene that Quark yeah. and fucking Odo have together. Yeah. The only ones I don't, the only scene that I don't like is uh, Odo and Kira, which is... Right. <laughs> that's, that's, Straight up. Like, they don't have that much chemistry, and it's there is And there is some chemistry between them in this episode. There's, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm glad to see you, Commander. Yeah. Now, Constable, and it's just like, yeah. yeah, shut up. This flirting is so gross. I get a weird liquid <laughs> boner when I'm around you. Oh. Um, so I just have to leave it out in the air for a while <laughs> to make it get hard. <laughs> so it dries out. <laughs> um, so Garrick suggests that Odo consider the words he told him, and Odo suggests the same, mm-hmm. which is another great line. This is such a well-written episode. This is a very mm-hmm. Ronald E. Moore, like, yeah. dialogue-centric episode, and I really like the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of, like, very long scenes that are just two two or three people talking. Yeah. Which is just wonderful and how 
Star Trek should be. Oh yeah, it makes sense because yeah, this is like just like you know spycraft. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. then like and you know a lot of that is just like yeah the interrogation, like the trying to outsmart the other and you know go mm -hmm. with information, especially like at this point like um, Garrick's only um, approach with Odo right now it has to be like reason, mm -hmm. and because he can't. You can't do anything to him that matters. <laughs> right, exactly. Because he's made of fucking mashed potatoes. He's made of goo. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. He should have become a big pile of mashed potatoes. That would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, eat me. Yeah, so on DS9, the main... Oh, yeah, they could have ate him. Oh, but then that would be... You know, he could wiggle out. He could force his way through their body. So right. So, you can't eat him. Man. Right? Yeah. That's a bummer. Bummer. So on DS9, the main crew is watching an intercepted video from an Ebrantane to the Cardassian Empire explaining their attack on the Gem Hadar and cutting off their supplies of Ketracel White, which is a sentence that if you've never watched Star Trek, <laughs> it's totally meaningless sounds too. like absolute gobbledygook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I said that on the street, like they would call like someone to pick me up. Mm -hmm. Like I think this. Where's your handler? Yeah. <laughs> no, they catch. They're cutting off the supplies to the catcher. So why? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, um, Anebrintain ensures uh, or tells the Cardassians to put their fleet on alert and tells them they failed to ensure the security of Cardassia. Mm -hmm. A Starfleet Admiral on the other end, played by Leon Russom, who is also the Commander-in-Chief in Star Trek VI, mm. uh, says a similar message was sent to the Romulan Senate. Cardassia and Romulus likely will sit back and see how it plays out, and that seems to be Starfleet's policy as well. He tells them to be at alert in case the Dominion launches a counteroffensive against the Alpha Quadrant. Cisco asks about Odo, and Cisco asks permission to take the Defiant into the Gamma Quadrant to see if he's still alive. And uh, Todman, Admiral Todman says no. And he goes, Todman out! <laughs> which is such a fucking big dick move. I love yeah. that. Which, which makes sense. It's like you're going you're gonna to risk in, in, in interjecting in, like two, in your enemy's fighting. Right, exactly. And just to save one person. Just who, to save one person. And it's just like, who's like neither a citizen of Bajor or <laughs> the, of the, the United Federation of Planets. Yeah, yeah. He's right. technically not in the Federation. So he, and he's not a Federation citizen because mm -hmm. like Bajor is not part of the federation yet no. so it's just like or so or are they kind of i mean they no, no they're not yeah they're not no, no, so they, yeah never like, decided during ds9 to become part of the federation um, uh so yeah it's just like you're it's it's a, it's a big ask mm -hmm. which is like you can kind of understand like the reasoning behind his no and todman you know, out todman out you know so todman is out Todman is out. I bet. Yeah. I bet that's uh, what he says when he pulls out when he's fucking his wife. He's <laughs> like, "I don't want to have another baby." Todman out. <laughs> but it's not a hundred percent effective. Yeah, it's very not a hundred percent effective. <laughs> precum, precum exists. Precum exists. Like if you suck dick, you know precum exists. Yeah. That shit's a thang. <laughs> the thing, the thang, that thing be thang. That be that thing be that thing be leaking and squeaking. Not not for us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, we still produce precom. It comes from uh, the glands. But I, well, I meant like sperm. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing. I got, I got a, I got that letter that says I'm officially sperm free. Hell yeah, brother. And I framed it. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Nice. I don't yeah. think Lucy's gonna let me put it up in the house. <laughs> oh. 
I think they've got a good enough sense of humor. I think they'd be down with that. Yeah. At least, at least maybe in like a room that you're okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, whatever. I'll, um, keep, I'll keep it just for so. Uh, Cisco asks Eddington if Starfleet is sending reinforcements, and he says they're sending nine ships. Cisco asks the senior staff to have the Defiant ready in two hours, even though it's just denied. He a bad boy. Cisco what a bad boy. Yeah, Cisco's doing what's right. It's mm-hmm. not what's allowed, but mm-hmm. it's right. Eddington uh, tries to dissent because he's a scold, but Cisco refuses to abandon one of his officers, which it's not his officer. It's DS9's officer, so I guess like technically it's his, but like he yeah. wears a Bajoran uniform. Yeah. Which isn't even a uniform. It's just something he morphed into. Yeah, something that he chooses to wear. Right. It's he something could, he chooses to morph into every yeah. day. Yeah, it's his skin. He's completely nude. Right. You're seeing. You're looking at his balls and dick right now. Right. <laughs> um, so, although... So, uh, Cisco asks for volunteers, but warns they might face death or court-martial and dismisses them, which is a very attractive offer, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if anyone on that crew likes Odo that much. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean... At I this think, point, by season three, he's still curmudgeon and doesn't have, like, a love interest or anything. Yeah. He's still kind of a dick to everyone. Yeah. No one loves Odo here. No, I mean, I... But I mean, Kira they, works with him a lot. Yeah, they still interact, though. Yeah, I mean. but I don't... I don't know. I'd only risk my life for, like, someone I liked. Not a cop. <laughs> not the cop who hangs out on my station. He's <laughs> yeah. fucking... A dick to like my favorite bartender. Yeah, and he does have his own, and Odo does have his own crew. Mm-hmm. Like, which which we never really get to see too much of his Odo's crew too much. Like, yeah, they, true. They, they appear every once in a while. Yeah, when there's none, like of, none of them up. are on this mission. None of the people Odo employs care enough about. Yeah, we never really get any scenes of him actually training them or mm-hmm. doing anything. But That's I think that would have been fun. So, in two hours, the entire senior staff decides to follow Cisco into the Gamma Quadrant. Starfleet calls and leaves a message telling them not to, but they're already gone. Uh, we get a delightful scene of Kira suddenly remembering how garbled uh, transmission was in order to get away with what they're doing, mm-hmm. which which is pretty fun. She, yeah. she like, just gets in on the joke with, <laughs> with Cisco, and it's fun. Uh, they resolutely ignore the transmission. Uh, mm-hmm. The Dominion flies through the wormhole into the Gamma Quadrant and cloaks. Sorry, not the Dominion. The Defiant, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Yeah, I wrote the Dominion for yeah. some reason. So, uh, with the Neverentane and Garrick, they're making plans with the Romulans to destroy the Founder's homeworld before the Jem'Hadar arrive there. Tane tells Garrick it would be more effective if they had more information from Odo. And Garrick says, we likely know everything that Odo does, and it's in the Starfleet's report. Uh, so, like, I, I, I go, with this plan, like, it seems like this is very fly-by-night almost, where it's just like, they can, they can, they could have chosen to go whenever they want. You know, I guess there's like, there's some, a, a reveal later that says yeah, like, that no, is, no, I think it was set up, like, you know. Yeah, but I mean like, but also just like get this last minute information. Right, that's it's true. It's like, there's no guarantee Oda would have, would, would say anything. Right. I mean, I mean, again, like. But, but his information doesn't help anyway. Yeah, his information doesn't help, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, so. Um, Tane tells Garrick it would be more effective if they had information from Odo, and Garrick says they likely know everything already, and Tane tells Garrick he's going soft, mm-hmm. uh, like his penis. <laughs> and Garrick's like, that's because I'm away from my boyfriend, Bashir. Yeah. What do you think? 
So uh, Garrick says torturing someone like Odo would be neither fruitful nor fun. Tane says regardless, the Obsidian Order has created a torture device for Odo, and they want to test it out, mm -hmm. which is fucked up. Yeah. Go test it on your friend. Uh, Garrick says it has nothing to do with his feelings, and Odo is his prisoner and his responsibility, and Attane approves this. So, sends Garrick down with the machine. The machine. The machine. Mm -hmm. uh, with Brett Kirshner. That guy. The machine. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Odo's like, no, this is the worst comedy <laughs> I've ever seen. I'll tell you anything you want. Just turn off that shirtless asshole. I, I've I've made it my life's mission to not watch anything by him. <laughs> yeah, you're doing good. Well done. So back on the Defiant, they're reading fluctuations on the cloaking device. Suddenly, the ship decloaks, even though there's nothing wrong with it. Eddington says that it's sabotaged because he sabotaged it under order of Admiral Tom. And what a fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Eddington. You're a bitch. You could get everyone killed doing this, you dumb bitch. You Canadian bastard. You dumb bitch. Uh, I hate Eddington. He's such a bootlicker here. Mm -hmm. He's better when he's with the Maquis, but he's still just like a fucking edgelord yeah. dickhead. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, everybody hates Eddington. Yeah, Eddington I, is hateable. Let's hate Eddington. I do wish they let O'Brien kick his ass. That would have been cool. I would have really been liked that. Really yeah. good. So Eddington says he can still help if they run into the Gem Hadar, and Cisco allows him. Yeah, Canadian versus Irishman. Oh, definitely. He's, he's, no, he's done. He's done. He's he's, he's done. fucking. He's he's fucking. <laughs> he's a full English breakfast there. He would be splayed out on a plate. He'd be blood he'd be sausage. He'd be reduced to a pink mist. Oh would, no! Yeah. <laughs> he would. Yeah. That fucking. Yeah. Especially if O'Brien has a few pints in him. Oh yeah. Yeah. He only gets better at darts and fighting and fucking. <laughs> like, he takes up that old timey fighting stance. Like, yeah. Uh, come on, let me at him. <laughs> wow. Um, so back on the Defiant, uh, no, um, everybody hates Eddington. Eddington says he can still, no, I read, read that. So back with Garrick, uh, he comes in on Odo and has a bucket for him. Odo is sarcastic about dreading the torture and Garrick likes this. Yeah. Which, and it is pretty funny. Yeah. He's like, oh no, I'm so afraid of you, Garrick. <laughs> uh, Garrick says normally Odo would be a threat, but now he has a device that emits a quantum stasis field that prevents changelings from morphing. Mm. Mm. Odo won't be able to morph, and he won't be able to watch Mighty Morphing Power Rangers either. No. Or listen to Mor was Morph the Cat by Donald Fagan. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, and it's funny because like this would have <clears throat> come in real hand, come in real handy during the Dominion War, mm -hmm. had it been used, been uh, been on the been, uh, in in custody of the Federation. Oh, 100 percent. No, it w it would have been super helpful. Yeah. Fucking on Picard season three. Oh yeah. If they had this, yeah, this technology. Yeah, that would uh. like, but I'm sure like they don't use it for torture reasons because mm. the Federation is very anti-torture. Right. And so this is. This but there's so much torture in Picard season three. Yeah, but I think also Picard season three is also kind of like an outlier because it's you know not really true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like like uh, have like the ideals of like of of the Federation. I think mm -hmm. to the most point you know goes dark mode. No, it does. Like yeah, because I mean we do get like you know torture scenes with Worf and shit, but 
Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get this would be considered like a like a step too far. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, also showing like uh, what's your face? S- sloppy, gooey woman. Sloppy, gooey uh, Amanda Plummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's obviously tortured, you know, uh, you know, when she was a changeling. But right, right. But right. that's also, again, like some Section 31 bullshit. That, right, right. That, you know, I don't you know, I think we're very anti canon. Like. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not, you know, you kind of like do a thing where it's like not really canon in your brain almost. Right. I, I do separate like a lot of Star Trek by canon. I don't yeah. like think about a lot of stuff as canon, even though I know it is. Yeah. And I can't fight against it. I mean, yeah. there's nothing I can do. Nothing you can do. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I guess I, guess, I do think of it all as canon. It's just like some of it's just not good canon. It's fine. Like, yeah. There's some dumbass bullshit and everyone knows there's bad episodes that shouldn't be included in canon. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe there's a lot more of those than people think yeah (laughs) which is it's fine it's fine like star trek's not perfect and there's some poorly written episodes some poorly acted episodes Mm -hmm. like everything with with chakotay and that's actually why maybe like i'm i'm wondering if like you know they probably just forgot about this thing that existed Mm -hmm. because it's like i'm sure if they remembered i think it would definitely make an appearance in picard season three right because because like that's it's just like you know oh we love torture now mm-hmm. and so it's just like you know it's post 9 11 you know <laughs> post post abu garib you know so it's just like that yeah, no torture works torture is fine torture is a plot point yeah yeah so odo is now concerned about the machine and says garrick already knows everything that he knows uh garrick doesn't believe this and says he'll wait but can odo Mm-hmm. And also, can they? Like, how long do they have till they get to the Dominion and shit? Like, yeah, how long can he wait? So back on the Defiant, O'Brien is still hard at work fixing the cloak, and Cisco says to stay out of his way. Back with Odo, he's fucking fucked up now. It's just like one scene. Mm-hmm. Like, melting and peeling and shit. Uh, Odo wonders if this is really what Garrick wants, and Garrick keeps trying to get information out of Odo, and so Odo vilifies him as he screams in pain. Garrick implores him to lie if he has to. Odo says, finally breaks down and admits that he wants to return to the Founders mm-hmm. uh, and to the Great Link. Uh, Garrick says he turned his back on them, but Odo admits that he wants to return to the Great Link. Garrick turns off the machine, and Odo forms into a puddle and rests finally. Mm. Back on the Defiant. That o- seems really good. Yeah, I think it is I, super I, fucking good. Like, I, like Renee looks fucked up. He does. Like, he's like peeling and shit. Yeah. He's like, he looks like he got like sunburn mm-hmm. and like, oh man, he's yeah. It's it's great because it always looks like he's like covered in like a thin layer of makeup and here mm-hmm. he's just like wearing so much peeled off shit and he mm. looks and he's a very thin person he looks mm-hmm. even thinner here he looks yeah. much more gaunt yeah and it's it's very it's it's very unsettling to mm-hmm. look at him at this yeah, point. I, I, I love that and, and i think it really sells the fact that yeah like this is the circumstance which odo would give up some crucial information you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um, back on the Defiant, O'Brien fixed Eddington's sabotage, and the cloak is up again. Fuck you, Eddington. Yeah, I like how he throws the thing at him. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you, dude. Yeah, here's here's a souvenir from your sabotage, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, he just throws it at him. Which I wish he so just hit it, with, hit him with it. Yeah, <laughs> but O'Brien won. O'Brien's a gentleman. He's so nice. Yeah. He's too nice. He's too nice. He should have fucking yeah, just like 
fucking like put it in his ear. <laughs> yeah. Slammed it in as hard as he could. Canadian uh, bastard. Yeah. So back on the uh, so back with Garrick, he tells Tane that Odo never broke or gave him any information. Tane says he's of no more use and they should terminate him. It's why don't they record anything on any of these ships? Yeah. They could record that entire thing. That's a thing, like, you know, especially with, you know, uh, you know, like the Romulans and the Kardashians who are like extremely paranoid. Mm-hmm. Ex- you know, especially ve- towards each other. Spe- you know, towards each other and like and they're and they don't they don't they don't trust themselves. Yeah, they don't trust they don't trust each other as much right. as they trust, you know, other people. And so it's just like yeah, of course like and also this is like the obsidian order. Right. And it's like of course they would have monitoring and yeah so, isn't and, it the obsidian order and the tal shiar yeah isn't it? yeah so it's like the two yeah, cias the two cias come together and they're like yeah we should definitely fucking do a like yeah just like carpet bomb this place like yeah, a, are they on, a, a are, little korean war yeah they're yeah they're on the romulan ship so it's the tal shiar and so the yeah. tal shiar the romulans absolutely would have everything bugged yeah they're, absolutely like 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 um Leland Orser would be look be watching real time monitoring in the other room, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's, like, and there would be like other people watching him watch that. You know, <laughs> it's like that's the kind of like paranoid they are. Hell yeah, love love a good paranoid Romulan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the Romulan agrees. Uh, so Garrick implores they take Odo as prisoner. Oh wait, no, sorry, am I there? Um, oh yeah. So Tane says that Odo's of no more use to them and they should terminate him. Garrick implores they take him as prisoner. The Romulan agrees and offers to take him and Tane also agrees. Uh, they'll get a call. So the Romulans are going to take custody of him, which is not good for Odo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get a call and that they'll be near the founder's planet in 15 minutes from now. The Romulan is suspicious and wonders what Garrick, why Garrick would save Odo, but Garrick deflects and thanks the Romulan for the psychoanalysis, which is a pretty fun scene here, too. Mm-hmm. I like his scenes with the Romulan, because like, yeah. he's just kind of like condescending to him, which is funny. Yeah, he's like, you, you know, you're, you're, you're trained to lie, I'm trying to observe. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so the Romulan still doesn't trust Garrick, as you should. But also, like, this is like, he was like, you know, feeling a different, like, this is definitely like taking a different based on you know what we later learn about Lodak. yeah right, right <laughs> like right. this he's take he's actually observing something else about right. garrick mm-hmm. right at this moment than the fact that he's lying right yeah yeah which yeah. is which is really interesting yeah, yeah yeah it's good writing yeah so on the romulan bridge they've come upon the founder's planet multiple liquid life forms on the planet the fleet is signaled to prepare for attack they drop out of cloak and open fire immediately 30% of the world's crust is destroyed, but no change in the number of life signs, which is kind of the same way I eat a, a like a grocery store pie. Mm. 30% of the crust first. Mm. No change in life signs. Yeah, no change no change in filling. No. No change in fruit filling. No, no change in the fruit <laughs> filling. Which is really what they're going for here. They want to yeah. you know, they want to eat all the, the fruit filling, mm-hmm. but they got to get the crust first. <laughs> um Garrick posits that they've been tricked and there's nobody on the planet because, you know, he's one step ahead almost. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, multiple attack ships drop out of the nebula behind them. Jem Hadar fighters, a hundred and fucking fifty of them. It's a trap! Yeah. They're, it's a trap! They're fucked. 
mm-hmm. like in a in a in a, in a, phrase, in a biblical so. sense. Yep. Uh, yeah, they they have uh, known each other. They're, they're, they're going to get known <laughs> by gonna... by the Jem'Hadar. Mm-hmm. So the battle begins, and the Cardassians and Romulans are eh, fucked. Like I said, they mm-hmm. prepared for nothing like this. Garrick implores a retreat. Uh, he says, "The fault is not in the stars, but in ourselves," which is a Shakespeare quote from mm-hmm. Julius Caesar. So he's been keeping up on uh, plays, too, which is an interesting callback from the very beginning. Yeah, of the episode, yeah, it's very nice. Oh, yeah. So engineering is down. Uh, the bridge begins to blow, and Garrick's like, blow me. <laughs> uh, Garrick leaves the bridge, knocks out a guard, and retrieves Odo. The Romulan comes in and gives them a key to the runabout. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that, though? Yeah. Why would he do that? He has no motive to do that, because... He says, one changeling has never harmed another. Mm-hmm. So he was a motherfucking inside agent all along. All along. The Romulan guy, the strict asshole, mm. he was a fucking, he was on Odo's side the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. that's why he knew he could trust Garrick. He right. like, saw how Garrick was actually protecting Odo, and he's right. just like, you know what? That, and that's why I'm not, you know, that's basically why Garrick has got out alive this yeah, situation. Yeah, right, exactly. Otherwise, he would have been left there. Yeah. He would have been left there if... if, if well, if he back. wouldn't have gone back to save Odo, though, he would have yeah. been... Yeah. Yeah. Left well, there. yeah, that too. So. But also, like, if, if they if they didn't... If, like, yeah, Lovac would have definitely left him to die on that Right, if, right. So, uh, the entire plan was the Cardassians, but they played right into it. Mm-hmm. He implores Odo come with him and become part of the Great Link, but Odo says no. He says no do. No do. No do. Sorry. Garrick tells Odo to go to the runabout while he tries to get a Nobrin Tain. Odo is Tain. A Nobrin Tain. It's insane. This guy's Tain. <laughs> um, insane in the ins, uh, insane in the Tain. Insane the Tain. Tain's misbehaving. Uh, yeah, Tain misbehaving. Uh, Odo is confused by this uh, action to, to save Tain, but Garrick says he still owes Tain. Mm-hmm. So, yo, Tain. Yeah, because at this point, we don't know it's that's his dad. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Yeah, thanks a lot, dude. Spoiling uh, something that's revealed, like, I think a couple seasons later. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's his daddy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so, on the bridge, uh, Garrick finds Tane and tells of the Founder's deception, but implores him to leave with him. Tane says he let his pride override his instinct. Garrick doesn't want to leave him, though. Odo comes up behind him and knocks out Garrick and takes him as Tane commiserates his actions. And this is some great acting here as well. Mm-hmm. Like Paul Paul Dooley kills it as Tane so oh, yeah. much. Like the, the look of like defeat in his eyes and shit mm-hmm. is so good. So on the runabout, uh, they're getting attacked and main power fails. Shields fail. Garrick says goodbye to Odo and apologizes to him, and mm-hmm. it's a really sweet moment between them. Yeah. Suddenly, the Defiant decloaks and blows the Gem Hadar out of the fucking sky. It's sick. They're just <laughs> yeah. like, boom, 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 and just like mm-hmm. blowing the shit out of ships. It's mm-hmm. so fucking sick. Uh, they beam Garrick and Odo back and continue their defense. 
uh, we have some very awesome Captain Daddy Cisco here, oh, even yeah. though he's still a commander until mm-hmm. five episodes later. Yeah. To uh, me, he was always captain. He was always a captain of me, yeah. too. Uh, they fight back and get out of weapons range and fly away. Kira tells Odo, it's good to see him again. Yeah. Doing, oh. doing some flirts. Oh, doing a little flirt. <laughs> so back on DS9, now that they've gotten out of the, the wormhole and everything. Cisco tells Admiral Tallman that no Cardassian or Romulan ships remained from the attack. Toddman compares it to Wolf 359, which is a really shitty fucking thing to do <laughs> to a guy who lost his goddamn yeah. life in that battle. I know, read what the, the room. What the fuck, Toddman? Yeah. <laughs> read the room, dude. Yeah, like. <laughs> dude. Dude, what the fuck, buddy? Yeah. You know what? What the? I, I just hang up. That, that, Toddman calls back, uh, I'm so, I didn't mean. Please don't talk to HR about yeah. this. I really had no. I'm so sorry. That'd be funny if like Cisco's wife died in a car accident. He's like, this is a real hit your car type situation. <laughs> <laughs> Get hit by a car situation. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Um, so Todman decides not to prosecute anybody on the Defiant and threatens Cisco with either firing or a promotion if he does anything like that again, which was a fun line. Yeah. Um, so, in his still burned up shop, Garrick goes through the mess. Odo arrives and says he read Garrick's report and thanks him for not mentioning Odo's desire to return to the Great Link. It's so funny that they made Garrick submit a report. It is. <laughs> but I guess it makes sense, like, they needed, a, you know, sort of like a statement. Yeah, but it just, they needed to know, like, what happened from his side of things for just, intelligence purposes, especially yeah. since he was, like, with the two with two competing intelligence agencies yeah i just i just imagine though it's like you know it's like he regularly gives reports like you know report from garrick (laughs) taylor's report taylor's report i I wonder if yeah taylor's log starting (laughs) taylor's log it's like i read your taylor's log Yes, today I found out O'Brien has a very big dick. I had to put four extra inches in the fucking left leg of his pants because he dresses left and he's got a fucking hog. You gotta hog that boy. He's a big boy with a big hog. Yeah, it's like the Taylor's log is just like people's measurements (laughs) and just like stuff that he sewed that day. Mm -hmm. It's just like, like, damn it, I told Garrick he doesn't need to do this. A ranking of dick lengths (laughs) on the ship. It is like uh, I think like a like a thing that they had in like this one British sitcom where it's just like uh, like the whole thing was like the gay guy that worked at this tailor shop would do like the inseam and hmm. he'd always threaten to measure everyone's inseam and I was like oh no, it's you know, funny yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so garrick's going through his burned up shop and odo arrives and says he read garrick's report and thanks him for not mentioning his desire to return to the great link and garrick says he considers it best forgotten quark apparently wants to use garrick's shop space for a tug and rub massage parlor Mm. uh which cisco probably wouldn't agree with apparently but it's fine he already has that with the with the the double girls and the hollow suites yeah Yeah. Uh, so odo says they should have breakfast sometime Garrick says he thought Odo didn't eat, and Odo assures him that he does not. It's actually a really touching moment between the yeah, two, and like, it makes me wish I see a lot. I uh, saw a lot more of these two because they're yeah. they're the same type of like morally gray character. That yeah, I and they're on, on opposite sides of the wall. It'd be oh. funny to do like a heat type thing with them. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be so sick. 
And like the the antagonist is fucking Quark. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they're just like you know, just like yeah, they're uh, two guys on the opposite sides of the law, mm. but they're kind of friends. Like yeah. Mm. So that's the end of the episode. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I liked it because like I think this is a good episode to really like establish like the pa- like the founders' <sighs> abilities because yeah. like they. It, sh- it shows them taking out the Tal Shiar and the Obsidian Order, mm-hmm. two p- two groups that are they're pretty much like you know, the CIA KGB combined. Yeah, like it, it has. I mean, it, it has the same twist to Picard season three. Yeah, fucking almost thirty years before. <laughs> yeah, and 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 also does it in much a shorter amount of time, much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. Uh, and I feel like this episode uh, might have also been foundational to uh, Ronald D. Moore picking back up uh, Battlestar Galactica mm. because this starts to deal with a whole like whomst among us is the traitor yeah. idea and mm-hmm. like the idea that you can't tell because they look just like you. Yeah. Uh, which is just what Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. is about basically. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And so, yeah, it's just like, yeah, like they're able to take out the top spy masters in the game when mm-hmm. one fell swoop without with with one guy and we and we really see like you know that's like you know later on during the dominion war like you know when that time like um a changeling looking like o'brien comes up to cisco yeah it's like, such a good episode and it's like how many how many changelings do you think on earth right now mm-hmm. four and mm-hmm. then we've done this much damage to you and it's just right. like and and that just goes to show their 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 abilities like and and like how crafty they are and and yeah, and just like showing like yeah, one one changeling, you know, was able to send the send both of the most paranoid spy masters there are into mm-hmm. like a, a a trap, an un- inescapable trap. Like, right. Yeah, it's like it's great and really sets a tone like okay, yeah, we're really dealing with a next level enemy here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you know before this, the first several seasons and the episode before this like are spent like building up. You know, Garrick, mm-hmm. Nebrantain, mm-hmm. like Odo, you know, and, and now it's kind of like showing that like all of these people who we thought were like really good and effective at what they do maybe aren't. Yeah. And maybe there's people playing on a totally different level than mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Which is great. Is interesting to see the Dominion do that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're just like, you know, they have a more powerful military with mm-hmm. the Jem'Hadar. Yeah. And they also have smarter intelligence with the founders. Yeah. And far more effective intelligence with yeah. the founders. And yeah. Be, and because they utilize like the, um, uh, the Jem'Hadar and stuff like typically like, um, and and the Vorta like they typically don't even have to like ent- enter fray u- at all. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have to be lost during any sort of like yeah. We conflict. don't see a Vorta until like the third or fourth season. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they have like they're so removed from like the front lines of their own fight of their own battles, mm-hmm. and and they only come out you know when they really need to, and it's like they're very much about like protecting themselves at all costs. So yeah, yeah, and it's like they're so like any damages they get like you know. There's gonna, there's gonna make more Jim Hadar, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and so yeah, it's like a completely new, a villain that's so so beyond like what the Federation normally deals with. Right, and I think I think an interesting thing is they effectively built a villain that is not just like a single villain, and, and yeah, this is the first time they really do it because you know there's different alliances and stuff here and mm-hmm. there, but basically almost always the only 
multi-species like empire anywhere is the you know united federation of planets and suddenly we Not get so zindi i guess the zindi too yeah they don't have i mean that many member planets though like comparatively no, well, like but, I, but also like the zindi there's like what five different Groups that all on one planet, right? And yeah. like the the Andorians have the Anar too. Yeah. So yeah. there's there are several things with like different species and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like, you know, a, a multi multi world like empire. Oh yeah. yeah that yeah, that yeah. has multiple different species. Because oh, yeah. oh, even though the Klingons yeah, yeah. have a Klingon empire, they basically only have Klingon people. Yeah, they only. Have, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 And so, um, this is the first time we see a more effective melding of different cultures and how they work like militarily at least mm-hmm. and like intelligence wise than the federation mm-hmm. because suddenly we have a you know uh someone with a superior military superior like intelligence like that's a much older than all of these civilizations put together mm-hmm. um you know and they they have you know in the vorta are like very effective at their job whatever that's supposed to be Somewhere between, yeah, management, intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, they are kind of the middle managers of the The, founders. They got the drugs. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They they dole out the drugs. Yeah. yeah. That's why you can't can't get high on your own supply. Right. So they can't have another Jim Hadar giving out the drugs. Yeah, there's that great episode. I think it's called the Jim Hadar. Is that the one where they crash land on the planet and there's Mm. a Vorta with a suitcase of drugs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just like end up only, shooting them. Yeah, and there's yeah. only so much left, and so he's like trying to ration them, mm-hmm. and yeah, they like revolt. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this this is a very good episode. It's a very like actor heavy episode. Yeah, it definitely relies on like three or four actors mm-hmm. like really heavily. Yeah, uh, those being um, Andy Robinson as Garrick, Rene Abergenois as Odo, Paul Dooley as Anebrantain. Uh, and uh, what's the guy who played uh, Leland Orser? Leland Orser who played the Romulan. Yeah, he's great. And also Todman. Todman out. Todman out. Todman out. <laughs> Todman out. Uh, but also we get some really good uh, Cisco here as well. Yeah. And Eddington being a slimeball piece of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. What a what a greasy bitch. A uh, bastard. This episode does not pass the Bechdel test. No. No. Nowhere. No. 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 I mean, yeah, it's unfortunately, yeah, we do, we don't get any real. Well, we get some Kira, mm-hmm. but it's usually like. Welcome back, Odo. Yeah. I missed you so much. I missed you so much. It's like, shut up. Yeah. Odo sucks. Yeah, no one likes Odo. I mean, well, I don't know. he's okay. He's but fine. just like, I don't like I don't like the Kira-Odo romantic relationship. It's, yeah. it's poison to me. No, it's it's drab. It's, it's the most <laughs> beige relationship on Star Trek. Yeah, I mean... It's Besides like, her and fucking... Um, she just has bad taste in men. Yeah. Like everyone she dates is a fucking... Barile. Barile sucks. <laughs> what a boring piece of bummer. Yeah, and it's and yeah, she's and she's much cooler. She that. is. She's so cool. She's a fucking like radical revolutionary. Yeah. She's a weird leftist chick with yeah. short hair. Yeah. Which all of those I've met are like really cool and have like good taste in in uh, partners. Like me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, we got what we got. We get what we get. Yeah. And then we get wet. I don't know. You don't get wet? Your pussy don't get wet? Your oh, yeah. don't get wet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Get that butthole wet. Now get that butthole wet. <laughs> so get that butthole wet. Pat, get that butthole wet. Is this Come BAP? on. Butthole I thought, wet. I thought BAP stood for black American princesses. No, it's, it's WAB. Yeah. What ass butt. What ass butt. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch uh, BAPs? 
with uh, yeah. as um, uh, that's a long time ago. Halle Berry. But, yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I recommend this episode overall. I yeah. give it a know, a solid seven out of ten, seven and a half. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good, good episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, like you know, we have yeah, it's a good good spy spy episode little you know spy political intrigue episode yeah it's pretty much foundational because like yeah we you know we get the get more odo uh lore we get mm. um you know uh get her to just like how crafty the the founders are and and also like this is really the beginning of the dominion war yeah beginning of the dominion this, war. Is, this is the first aggression against the founders <clears throat> and it's like a preemptive attack and the later, like the Romulans coming to align with the Federation, mm-hmm. like this is, this is all like, yeah, foundational we, to all the politics of, of mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. yeah, Ronald D. Moore handled a lot of the poli- political episodes of Deep Space Nine and did them really well, I think. Yeah. And of course, you know, you know, we always love any episode with Garrick. Like yeah, he's definitely someone who should have been utilized more. I think also just been like, I don't know just folded into the main cast oh, as 100%. A series resist- he was, uh, he was he's only in 37 <laughs> episodes and that's like you know Criminally like low. 142 few <laughs> yeah. like i want a garrick episode in every episode and every episode that doesn't have him suffers because of it. yeah uh, whenever garrick's not on scene everyone should be asking where garrick is yeah exactly <laughs> like, unfortunately nothing will pass the bechdel test but <laughs> Yeah, but we can always pass. We can choose to pass the Garrick test. Yeah, the Taylor test. The Taylor test. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. This has been Tim Taylor test, the Tool Man Taylor. <laughs> Tim, Tim, the Tool Man Taylor uh, Swift. Yeah. This- <laughs> <laughs> you got to make that meme. Tool, Tim right. the Tool Man Taylor Swift. All right, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Tim the Tool Man Taylor Swift. Yeah, do it. Swifties will love that. <laughs> Yeah, you should definitely make Taylor Swift and K-pop content and make it like maybe dismissive and and like you know attacking their favorites mm-hmm. because that's how you get more followers. Like ones that want to kill you, <laughs> yeah. ones that are trying to kill you. Oh yeah, I'm not trying to get the ones that kill me. Uh, uh, maybe I am. I'm trying for you to get the ones who kill you. Yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm. They're going to make me commit ritual suicide. Let's hope. You know, they'll they'll be my second and they'll cut off my head. Let's hope. <laughs> Bob Hope. Bob Hope. All right. Well, I think it's a good place to put it. Yeah. Let's uh, stick a fork in it because we're done. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, hanging with us, Soyagers. Be well, travel safe. And you know what? Go check out this episode, which is called The Die is Cast. Yes. The Die is Cast. All right. Thanks for checking with us, Soy Boys, Girls, Overly Beans. Hang dong and shocker.
Everybody run, run, don't walk. Here we come, here we come. Walk, don't run. Not near the pool, please don't run. There are rules to this pool. You cannot run, you must walk. You cannot have out your cock, and nobody here can come. Everybody cannot run. We're here at the pool.